When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the Bart and Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Happy Friday on this eighth day of December 2023. It is Bart and Han here on 98.7 ESPN. But at this moment, at 12.01, there's no Bart, there's no Han, but there's Grasa. You get that at least, right? 800-919-3776. That is the telephone number. Bart will be here in just a second. Alan's still a little bit under the weather. We'll get him back hopefully here on Monday. But good to be with you for the next few hours. We're taking it right up until 3 o'clock. Then you got the mighty Michael K. Show. Holiday Bash. The big jamboree at Yamada's house. Yamada's house in Long Island. Should be a good time had by all today. Hey, Jacob Perry's here. Ray Dinahan is here. They're producing the program on this Friday at Dan Gross's where you can find me on X. Got a lot of things to talk about. As far as the baseball, let's get this out of the way in case you haven't been paying attention. John Morosi of MLB Network, our good pal, said that the Shohei Otani decision can come down any minute. Any minute, any second. So we will be on high alert for that one. Now, if you've been reading the tea leaves, it doesn't sound like it's going to be either the Yankees or the Mets, but you never know. We could be surprised. We could be shocked. And not only that, if it isn't, what's the fallout going to be with the trickle-down effect with some of the other major names in this free agency offseason in Major League Baseball? We know the Yankees made the big splash there with the trade for Juan Soto. Now you got a couple of pitchers. What about Yamamoto? Where will he sign? I think that he's probably waiting to make his decision until Shohei Otani makes his. And it, hey, I thought it was completely unrealistic when I first got wind of it a couple of weeks ago, but now it sounds like this Otani to Toronto possibility is really picking up some steam and could indeed become reality by the time we even say goodbye here in just a few hours. So we will keep our ears to the grind on that. We'll have some thoughts on the Knicks who are back at it tonight in Boston. You know, again, the consolation prize for advancing to the quarterfinals of the in-season tournament in the NBA. You get a trip to Milwaukee, and then you get a trip to Boston to play the two best home teams in the NBA. And congratulations, I guess, are in store for the Indiana Pacers and the Los Angeles Lakers. I don't know how many of you watched it, but they are going to be playing for the in-season tournament championship. The NBA Cup is what they call it. In Vegas, on Saturday night, clear your schedules, cancel all your appointments, Lock the doors, hide from your loved ones. It is one of the most important basketball games that has been played in the Western Hemisphere in easily the last quarter century. I'm kidding, of course. But if you want to watch it, watch it. Be my guest. Uh, It's not for me. More importantly, we got to find out what the Knicks are all about here tonight because it is another good test against a team that, at least for right now, is in a different category than they are. Right? The Knicks are a good team. Celtics are a great team. And when looking at the New York Knicks at this moment in time, And what we've seen from them, let's be real. You know, the Knicks have beaten the teams they are supposed to beat. They are a perfect 10-0 this season against teams with a 500 or worse record. It's pretty good, right? 10-0. 
But on the flip side, when they play teams with a winning record, they're 2-8. and eight. And that is ultimately the number that you have to get better at. Because you're supposed to see progress from this team, right? You want them to get to the next level. Not just a team that'll make the playoffs, maybe win a round. No, now it's supposed to be get past that second round. And when you go up against the elite of the NBA and you keep coming up small, and look, that game the other night, I know you could just chalk it up as just one game and that's what the Knicks are going to tell you, but... That was darn right embarrassing against the Milwaukee Bucks. I mean, 146 points when you're giving up about 35 points a quarter, even in today's NBA. That's just uncalled for. 146 points. I mean, it's been like 50 years since the Knicks gave up that many points. I mean, the, 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 the defense did not even show up. Didn't even think about it. So I'm really curious to see, for one, as to what kind of effort that they're going to show out there tonight against the Boston Celtics. And, you know, now you're hearing about Quentin Grimes being dissatisfied about his role and he never touches the ball and he's, you know, can't really feel comfortable and God forbid he takes a shot and misses a shot, then it seems like Tibbs is going to bench him right off the bat. So there's a lot of things swirling with this team right now, but it's not all that bad. They just might not be ready for that level that we all aspire them to get to at some point here in this season. So we'll get into that a little bit deeper later on. The NFL, week number, what is this, 14, kicked off last night in Pittsburgh. And going into the game, right, you think about the Patriots and the Steelers and all these great matchups that these two teams have played against one another over the last 20 years. Right, Two of the AFC, two of the NFL's elite, multiple Super Bowl championships between these two franchises. And then going into last night's game, you had the Steelers, who were going to be led by Mitchell Trubisky, and a Patriots team, which can't seem to get out of their own way. They got shut out at home last week, and now they turn to Bailey Zappi. And Bailey Zappi went out there last night, and if you didn't know any better, you would have thought you were watching Tom Brady. And Mitchell Trubisky went out there, and if you didn't know any better, you would have thought you were watching Mitchell Trubisky. And it was a horrible game, at least for the Steelers. They tried to make it interesting in the end, but they come up short and lose to the Patriots. You know how hard that is to do, to lose to the Patriots? I mean, ask the Jets, but I mean, not many other teams have fallen to the New England Patriots this year. And what does this mean for the Pittsburgh Steelers and their playoff chances in the AFC this season? Here's the thing about Pittsburgh, and look, we all know how good of a coach Tomlin is. We know that he's never had a losing season. But... This four-week stretch that the Steelers have found themselves in, they played a Cleveland Browns team that did not have Deshaun Watson and lost. They played a Cincinnati Bengals team. They beat them, but barely, and they didn't have Joe Burrow. That was the Jake Browning vehicle. Then they come back home, and on the schedule, you talk about not playing the win-loss game? Well, they were playing a two-win Arizona Cardinal team that was getting ready to go into a bye And then they were playing a two-win New England Patriots team in Pittsburgh. Supposed to be one of the most difficult places to play in the NFL. Arizona goes in there and beats them. The Patriots go in there and beat them. So a stretch of the schedule, which was supposed to be nice and cozy for the Pittsburgh Steelers, they lose three out of four games. And right now, when you stack up their playoff chances... In the AFC, they take a couple of steps back in that logjam for one of those wildcard spots. And if you're the Baltimore Ravens sitting atop the AFC North, you say, thank you very much. We'll take the couple of losses. And how does the New England win factor in for the Jets the rest of the way? Well, as follows. You think about the Jets. All right, and look, we know that they're bleeding right now. They've lost five in a row. 
They're trying to do anything to right the ship, and they'll take a stab against the Texans coming up on Sunday. Coverage begins at 11 right here on 98.7 ESPN. But when you looked at the Jets' schedule, well, you had that Patriot one there sitting at the very end of the season. And when you were looking for opportunities, maybe just maybe the Jets would find a way to win games? Well, the Patriots was one that you probably circled because the Patriots are bad. Breaking news. And if you want to really get crazy and think that, well, you know, by the Patriots losing games, there's no way the Jets are going to be able to choose in front of them when the draft rolls around come next spring. Well, Patriots showed you a little bit of life last night in winning that game. So maybe, just maybe, it's not fait accompli that the Pats are going to finish with a worse record than the Jets, and maybe it's not even a guarantee that the Jets are going to go up there and expect to just walk all over the New England Patriots. They're going to be still playing hard. Damn the draft positioning. So that was a little bit of a surprise, to be quite honest with you. But you know what? That's why the NFL is what it is. You can never figure this damn league out. And that's what makes us keep coming back for more and more and more. And that's the fun part of it. Now, what about the locals when it comes to the football? And what they have coming up here on Sunday and Monday? If you're going out to that Jet game on Sunday, bring the rain gear. It's supposed to be bad. But... Hopefully the weather won't be much worse than the Jets' offense has been. And now Zach Wilson gets another opportunity. They're riding with Zach. Chance number, I don't know what chance this is. I think we've run out of the chances. We can't even remember how many chances he's gotten. And I guess the only question is, is Zach going to be able to hold on to the job for the remainder of the season? Right? I mean, they got five more games to play. Can we make it maybe to the finish line where Zach Wilson doesn't have to get sat down again? Because that would be, what, number four? I think just over the last two years? Nobody comes back from benchings better than Zach Wilson. You want to talk about resilience? You know, remember the thing was reluctance. That was the word attached to Zach Wilson earlier in the week, the reluctance. I say it's resilience. You tried getting benched not once, not twice, not thrice, and you're back in there. Still trying to go out there and sling it. And all kidding aside, I really hope that that's what you see from this offense on Sunday against the Houston Texans. Just go out there and let it rip. But we said it earlier in the season, too. You know, and when Zach met the media the other day, he said, well, you know what, I'm going to have more fun this time around. I'm going to go out there and have some fun. Well, you should have been having fun for the last three years, not just now, right? It's football. And do whatever it is that made you successful. Do whatever it is that got you to this point in your life, in your career. Because certainly the alternative ain't working too well, as we well know. And the Texans, look, they're playing for something. This is a team that has eyes on going to the playoffs. The head coach is somebody that Robert Sala knows really, really well. Played for Robert Sala. And right now he's doing an outstanding job with a team that last couple of years in the NFL looked completely lost. And that's how fast things can change when you get people in place that A, know what the hell they're doing, and B, you strike gold with a draft choice. And that's seemingly what the Houston Texans did with C.J. Stroud because as a second overall pick, he looks the part. Now I'm not going to go put him in the Hall of Fame yet because he's still got a lot of work to do, but at least for this season, looks like he's got the goods. And there's going to be that contrast, certainly. You're going to probably hear it 500 times when you're watching that game or listening to that game on Sunday. Here's one team with the second overall pick in the draft and another team with the second overall pick. And one's worked out and the other one hasn't. And that's just reality right now.
when you're looking at the course of these two franchises and how they've gotten to this point. When you have the quarterback and you hit on that, it generally means good things, guys. Nothing more, nothing less. And then you got the Giants. And they're going to be under the lights. MetLife Stadium. Coming up on Monday Night Football. The whole country's going to be watching. At least the ones that aren't watching the Titans and the Dolphins. But you get my point. Tommy DeVito. Tommy Cutlets. The vodka sauce is going to be flowing out there in East Rutherford on Monday night. Packers will bring the cheese curds, bring the vodka sauce. You make it all work, right? But it's got to be a cool thing for Tommy DeVito, a kid who grew up not far from the Meadowlands. Now he gets to start a Monday night football game at home against the storied Green Bay Packers, a Green Bay team that's playing some really, really good football, as a matter of fact. And the last few weeks, you talk about the quarterback again. How about Jordan Love, who now has started to look the part, helping this Packer team win three straight games, going out there stride for stride with Patrick Mahomes on Sunday Night Football and finding a way to get it done. Thanksgiving Day, the big victory going into Detroit with the whole country watching and leading his team to victory. You know, when you take a quarterback that high, you use a first-round pick on a quarterback, like that's what you want to have happen. And I know that Jordan Love is one of those case studies where he had the luxury of sitting on the sidelines and watching for a couple of years when Aaron Rodgers was there. But it still doesn't necessarily mean that this thing is going to turn out the way they want it. It's just one year. It's just a couple of games. You got to continue that progression. And look at the Giants. Because they waited for how long for Daniel Jones to finally start to validate that first-round top-10 draft pick status. And he had a great season last year. Helped the Giants go to the playoffs. They won a playoff game. He got himself a contract extension. And then they come back this year and hasn't worked out. And then Daniel Jones got hurt. And now we're sitting here looking at the 2024 season for the New York Giants and saying to ourselves, well, you know what? There's a better-than-good chance that Daniel Jones might be playing behind somebody next year at some point. That you know that they're going to bring in another quarterback and Daniel Jones is going to have to step aside despite the fact that he's not going anywhere because the way the money is structured in his contract, he's still going to be on this football team next season. But I can't sit here and tell you with any certainty he's going to be the starter for 17 games. I think that would be an upset. That's why, despite the fact the Jets have gone through about 500 quarterbacks this year and the Giants have used a few in their own right, When push comes to shove, I think that the Giants are probably, if you're asking me which of the two football locals is going to be more likely to bring in a new quarterback next season or at least draft a quarterback, I would probably say the Giants. Because the Jets are still going to have Aaron Rodgers. At least we're led to believe that. And that they have to go out there and do whatever humanly humanly possible can be done to surround Aaron Rodgers with enough pieces to where this team can win next year. Because you don't know how much time you have with him. It might be one season. It might be two. Hell, it might even be four plays, just like this year was. You never know. Right? The football gods can be funny that way. And yeah, I know that the Jets need a long-term solution to the position. I get all those things. Really and truly. But you also got to make sure that you don't find yourself in a situation that you got this year. To where the weapons are somewhat scarce. And that when injuries take place, you're depleted even further. 
And you don't have enough to make this thing work. Depth is something that is invaluable in professional football. Really in all, in all sports, but football in particular. And I think that both of these teams have learned a hard lesson in that this season. You could line it up all on paper, and you could really think your starting 11 is some of the best in the league, and you think that it's good stuff and good enough to win and whatnot. But once those injuries hit, man, especially in this sport, good luck. Good luck. And you better have some alternatives. And I think that those teams clearly are the ones that end up making the playoffs and are playing football deep into January. It's like a game of Survivor. Which team has the most guys still standing when it's all said and done? This game is unforgiving. It could take its toll on you. 800-919-3776. That is the telephone number. So you know how I feel about the whole tanking thing, right? You could sit there as a fan and say, I don't want my team to win. You might as well play for a draft choice. I don't look at it that way. Never have, never will. Because first off, the guys in that locker room, the coaches, the players, they're not thinking about that. Some of these guys, maybe even most of them, they may not even be part of the damn team next year. You really think they care where the club is going to be picking in the draft? And things work out the way they're meant to, right? You might think you got the guy lined up that you want, picking second, picking third, or wherever you're choosing, and that still might be the wrong choice. It still might be a guy that's going to do absolutely nothing for you. But meantime, some team that generally has a track record for scouting well and finding talent, maybe not necessarily with the first or second picks in the draft, it just seems like the talent always falls to them because they know what they're doing. And if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. You don't want to upset the football gods any more than you've done already. Case in point, the struggles that the Jets have had at the quarterback position. They had the quarterback taken third overall. They had a quarterback taken second overall. Neither one of these guys have worked out, right? Neither one of them. So what's the point of tanking? Because in both of those drafts, quarterbacks that were taken after them have gone on to at least have better careers up until this point. You know, you look at some of these players right now who have gone out there and and made their mark in the NFL. Doesn't have to be the first pick in the draft. Doesn't have to be a top five pick in the draft. Talent is talent. Some of these guys, you might find dudes who aren't even drafted, period. Like the guy to my right. You still go out there, and if you belong, and you can prove you can play, That's the most important thing here. So these games that are still remaining for both of these clubs, five for the Jets, five for the Giants, go out there and try to win the damn games. And maybe let these coaches know a little bit too as to who's going to be here next season when you hope to start to turn this thing around. That's what's valuable. 800-919-3776. That is the telephone number. As we bring in our friend, Mr. Bart. How the hell are you? It's been an interesting week here in the ESPN. You think so? <laughs> you think so? First of all, welcome. Thanks. Thanks yeah, for uh, good seeing you again. <laughs> Great we, seeing you, buddy. We've had shows. We didn't have shows. Oh, gosh, this is all good though. We're just gonna move on. This is just what what life is in the, in in this world. We just uh, adjust <laughs> to it, right? 
Quote they, throw, the, they throw it at you and you, you you just adjust. Quote the movie Clerks. I'm not even supposed to be here today. <laughs> but here we are. Exactly, right? And when you think about it, right, it also this the parallels between this and football, it's the same. Right? Next man up, right? Yeah, next man up. You don't, you know, sometimes you don't know the opportunity comes or whatever. They need you. They call you in, and you take care of your business, man. So I appreciate you doing a great job and getting here before I could even get here, man, coming down from Seaport. Well, thankfully, it wasn't that bad getting into the city, which was a nice, nice little change of pace there. Yeah, I think people are starting to worry Friday, about Friday, nobody's coming I, in on Fridays. I, yeah, I think, yeah, everybody's long weekends yeah. now. Everybody's four-day four, four day work weeks and all that good stuff. Especially during the holidays, and then they tell you gridlock alert and all that stuff. Nobody wants to venture yeah. in here. So, no, that's the saving grace. At least one part of it was good. It was getting into the city here uh, in one shape. So... I just threw a bunch of stuff against the wall here, okay? Yeah, and you came in, I was talking about the football. Let me get your thoughts real quick, because I, I talked about this already. How about a golden opportunity over the last few weeks, completely fallen through the grasp of the Pittsburgh Steelers, and now they've forgotten how to play football, it seems like. Well, you, you talk about short week, preparation. Bill Belichick, no matter what you think of him, you can say that he's always been able to put game plans um for um, the opponent. And here's the thing, right? Sometimes you start scoreboard watching, right? And you don't understand the circumstances or the climate in which these teams, how they got there, right? So you look at the Pittsburgh Steelers and you look at the New England Patriots. And if you're the Pittsburgh Steelers, you're saying, short week, you know, let's get our body fresh. Let's not work mentally. And then Bill Belichick comes with a game plan that you haven't seen in the last two weeks with Bailey Zappi. Right. And now you're caught on your heels. And now this dominant defense that we thought was generational you know, and the Pittsburgh Steelers and what they've been able to do and the reason why they are in the playoff run, rush uh, run and before they were 7-4 and four, and now lost two games in five days uh, because sometimes you can assume. And in this league, when you assume, you make an A out of you and me. And that's usually what happens. And it just looks like, you know, uh, Pittsburgh wasn't prepared. And then Mitchell Trubisky may be one of the worst quarterbacks in football. And, you know, the fact that, you know, once again, it's that dangerous number two, second overall pick yep. that, that comes to bite you in the butt when you think about the bad luck outside of C.J. Stroud in the last couple of years for the second overall pick. And he's getting booed in the first quarter. And this defense that we're used to making all the plays, and you hear Mika Fitzpatrick talking about guys not being ready, DeAndre Johnson, and all that beef going on. You know, I just did a whole show with Ryan Clark, and so I'm caught up on, on what's going on in Pittsburgh. And finally, you know, this week they're calling out Mike Tomlin because they're saying maybe he waited too late. He's too loyal and all that stuff. I've heard that before, right, right. with Rex Ryan. That he's too loyal, won't fire his assistants. He should have fired Mike Canada before. And you talk about all this stuff. And, you know, this defense that usually is shut down, gives up, you know, two two scores that typically they wouldn't give up to Hunter Henry, you know, big plays, you know, over their, over their talented defense. And you look up and you find yourself – you know, two games lost, maybe falling out of the uh, playoff race. I think they still have the uh, the Cincinnati Bengals. I think we just kind of shooed in that we were going to at least give Pittsburgh Steelers 10, 10 wins. Mm-hmm. And now you can't say that because now you, you, you say with Mitch Trubisky, all bets are off. And it goes all the way back to starting quarterbacks in this league and how important your backup is. Right, yeah, you know how you used to always say, well, you know, in, in baseball, you don't believe in in, in, in hot, pit, hot hot teams. You're only as good as your next pitcher. Same thing, right? You're only as good as your backup quarterback when he's out there, right? So you can have great receivers. No, the Steelers got two good running backs. Okay, line. You got Fairmouth, who's a you know great tight end, and then the kid that they got from Georgia. They got Pickens, who Ryan Clark said that he thought he was 
better than Justin Jefferson. Yeah. Um, you talk about Deontay Johnson. We know that what he's been. Uh, he's a headache, but we know what he's been as far as talent wise, and that's all they were able to put up. Yeah, I mean, it, it took it took a, a a throat block punt to be be able to get that because one of the worst plays I've seen in fourth and two. So it just reiterates how had a guy wide, wide open on a crossing route too, right at the sticks, and he decides to air it out, which is incredible. I mean, what about the overhand, underhand slash pass to Warren on fourth and two? Yeah, let me throw the ball to him, and he's in here blocking. Let me throw the ball four yards away from the sticks and it's see if he can make something happen. But now the Pittsburgh Steelers find themselves in a, in a tough spot, and I'm looking at the Pittsburgh. I'm looking at the uh, New England Patriots like, man, we we might not win that game. That's well, that's my point too, because I that's think a lot of Jet like, fans like, oh, we just penciled that one in. A lot of Jet fans looked at that and said, well, you know, I don't know if they're going to lose out because they're playing that Patriots game. And I always said, if if and we don't know, but if indeed. That's going to be Bill, Bill Belichick's swan song as the head coach of the New England Patriots. Do you really think he wants to go out, Bart, with a loss to the Jets? Like that long streak that, that might, is still that, intact? Well, that might secure his 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 exit if he loses to the Jets. So I think he's going to want to be able to make that decision. And that defense has been great, right? That, t- that team has lost three games without, without giving up uh, more than 10 points, right? So can the Jets even get to 10? And, you know, Bailey Zappi brings a little zip to him, and, and, and Ezekiel Elliott's playing like he wants to get a contract from somebody the next year saying, hey, I can still help. So, you know, I was disappointed. You know, I like when the Steelers lose, but not at the expense of letting the Patriots win. Right. And then look like, hey. And look now, like- you look, now you look, I don't know, like now you look, you're only one game up above past the uh, Patriots. And you could, if you lose to them again, you potentially can finish fourth in the in a division again. Patriots got a tough schedule the rest of the way, aside from that last one, of course. They got the Chiefs at home. Then they go to Denver. Then they go to Buffalo. They can beat Denver. In Denver, you think they can beat if they, Denver? If they, if they beat Denver and they beat the Jets, they finish with a better record. Right. And once again, we're in the cellar. I think that's when fans and outrage happens. You shouldn't be you shouldn't lose but will to they, this though? team. No, I, I I just think fans at this point they are just so kind of desensitized. I'll say desensitized. How about yeah, that? That's yeah, a better word. Yeah, but you don't you don't want Patriots fans to still be up saying, "Well, we won." They're, they're extending their no, lead. No, of course not. Of course not. But I think that a fan is going to look at it in solace and say, "Well, you know what? We're going to have the better draft pick at least." Yeah, that doesn't feel good. I, it doesn't. Like I said, I don't play that game, but I think there's some fans out there that look at it a certain way as well. So a lot of things up for discussion. Plenty of your phone calls, 800-919-3776. Our buddy Alex Monaco is going to join us a little bit later on. We'll go over some bets for Sunday around the National Football League. All the next stuff, the baseball hot stove. Otani supposedly, reportedly could make his decision as early as this afternoon. We'll bring it to you if he does. It's Dan, it's Bart, it's Barton Hahn on this Friday, 98.7 ESPN. But what do we got first? Yeah, we only, we only should bring the Otani news if it's either the Mets or the Yankees. If not, I don't care. Yeah, if it's bet Toronto. MGM, yeah, bet MGM. And I told a kid in the, in, in, the, um, in the hallway, hey, bet the under. 31 points, they won't get the third. They got that by halftime. So um, um, buyer beware with me. Um, bet MGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with bet MGM rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM reward points that you can redeem for online bonus credits, bonus bets, and bet insurance tokens. Plan your trip to Las Vegas. You can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM reward points that you can use towards dining, shows, hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resort properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. 
BetMGM and GameSense reminds you to play responsibly and offers resources to help you make appropriate choices. Visit BetMGM.com for T's and C's. Must be 21 years or older to wager. Physically present in New York only. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. If you're somebody you know has a gambling problem, help is available. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY at 467-369. Gordon Damer at the 98.7 Tullamore Dew Sports Desk. So Juan Soto is finally a Yankee. What's not to like? Yesterday on the K-Show, Michael said there's one aspect he's not crazy about. I don't feel comfortable with Aaron Judge in center field. Brian Cashman said today, if opening day was tomorrow, Aaron Judge would be in center field. The Yankees are smarter than that, especially when it comes into health science. It doesn't make sense for a 32-year-old in April to be lugging around a 6-foot-7-inch, 282-pound body chasing down fly balls in the left and right center field gaps. It doesn't make sense. Now, that doesn't mean that you can't get hurt if you stay in right field. Of course, he got hurt last year in a freak accident at Dodger Stadium. I'm talking about wear and tear. And that is brought to you by Tullamore Dew. When it's game time, it's Tully time. Be sure to grab a Tullamore Dew Irish whiskey during tonight's action. Glasses up to enjoying Tullamore Dew responsibly. Coming up 3 o'clock it's the Michael K Show and it's only here on 98.7 FM. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit style pizza in the country there's no competition. Right now get $5 off any 8 corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8 S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Dan Gross and Bart Scott and Barton Han on this football Friday. Huh? 98.7 ESPN. And football Fridays on 98.7 ESPN brought to you by Bet365. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet3. Six, five. We have to put the back center while let everybody know that. Listen, I know we've been experiencing technical difficulties, but we're here. Hey, man, it's all good. It's, it's okay. That's above our heads when it comes to all the making sure the wires are plugged in properly and all the the switches are flicked up in the right way. Like we have no control over that. But all I do know is we're here. 
We're here. We're, here. We're live. It's happening. This is real. And the K Show is going to be on next after us. They're going to do their big holiday Can't party. Wait. That's right. Your mother's house, the whole thing. So we're rocking and rolling here in Knicks basketball tonight. It is a well oiled machine. The tournament? No, that's over with, thank God. Sandy, well, you, no, 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 I'm, I'm saying, did you like the tournament, the games yesterday? Did you watch during drive time? I got to be honest with you. I got to be honest with you. I wasn't watching intently. And then when I checked out the score, yeah, dude, the Lakers, like, did this the is, Lakers think it was still like the round robin and they were trying for point differential? Yeah, this, this is. You about like 50. This is so like it's Lakers. Played. They, it's, and if you're winning by that much, you need to rest the king, hopefully that he can, he can rest up because the game, again, is what, tomorrow? They won by 44 points. Yeah. 44 points. Did you watch it? I mean, like, were you like, no, no. no. You got you to think Zion, Zion probably, you know, Zion must have did some, you know, he liked the women of the night. Dude. You know what I'm saying? He could, you can't put him in Vegas. It, well, no, that's a bad combo right there. And forget about even the buffets. But the problem is, and I, and I had it on, like, in the background because I had to do um, the show last night going into the Islanders. They had this, like, red carpet. They yeah. were trying to spruce it up that way. I like the lights in the stadium, like in, in, the, in the crowd. They did like, they had a bunch of like D-list celebrities sitting there courtside <laughs> that they gave tickets to. D-list? You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's a lot of people that live. Vivica like, Fox was sitting there courtside. Oh yeah, that's D-list. That's D-list. Listen, She's she doing does, infomercials yeah, yeah, for crying out yeah. loud. And now she's sitting there in the well, NBA well, Cup like, oh, Vivica Fox is here. I was like, okay. Vivica <laughs> Fox, man. It's, you, you know it you ain't 1994 you, you know anymore. You, get, you know you're getting old when you start seeing the, the chicks that you used to think was hot back in the day. You're looking at it like, eh. Yeah, it's not. It's it's look. I mean, it happens to all of us, but I mean. It does. But she's sitting there courtside. She's sitting there. I mean, if, if, if that's the, the featured they attraction. Got, they should got Usher to sh- pull up. He's yeah, Mr. Vegas right now. Well, see, here's the thing. That was the semis last night. Are they going to have maybe... Are they going to bump it up to maybe B or C list celebs for the final tomorrow? They should have the, they should have the uh, Blue Man Group sitting in the front. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, you know what the Blue Man Group should just throw a bunch of blue crap all on the court. Just spit balls up. <laughs> Never mind. I'll tell you who's that, making that, a name that, for that himself, though. Right. It, no, that's part of the act. Um, phrasing? Yeah. That's part of the act. They, they, they take these ping pong balls and you put them all in They're the hilarious. Box. Yeah. They're hilarious. That's what they do. Tyrese Halliburton's good at basketball, though, in case people haven't been paying attention. Yeah, could should have been a Nick twice, right? Yeah. Should have been a Nick twice. How the hell did the Knicks not get the memo that they were that they were trading? Did you hear, by the way, I'll tell you somebody who took it hard last night, though. Giannis. After the game, he was actually, like, yeah. down on his guys. Listen to this. this and they, look, Knicks didn't play defense against Milwaukee a couple of nights ago. Bucks didn't play defense last night against the Pacers. They gave up a buck 28. Here's Giannis after the game. The biggest thing I believe is that we gotta, we gotta want it. Nobody's gonna give you nothing. Sometimes I feel like we expect just because we have great players out there, Tyrese uh, Halliburton or Miles Turner or Nate Smith, or by the hill would just give us the game. Like, no, we have to, mm. we have to be better. We have to go out there and take it. I think we are great players, but if we, if we don't go out there and compete, they're not gonna respect us. And technically, I so, guess that counted as a home loss for the Bucks, yeah. even though it wasn't in Milwaukee. Well, they put their jock straps out there, and Ty- Tyrese Halliburton has having his NBA moment where he's announces to everybody that he may not just be a good player, he may be a great player. Now he's really good, and you know he hit his hit it with the Dame time and all that stuff. So he's got a little bit of that petty, that edginess to us to it that we like. Miles Turner coming over, going over the top, yamming on everybody. Can I get to the yams? Gave the yams to Brooke Lopez. You know what I mean? And listen, they they play with more energy, and you know. I, this is so Le- on par with LeBron and who he is. He'll win a tournament like this because he only has to be great for one night. You know what I'm saying? So this isn't like a seven-game series or anything like that. So 
I mean, and you get time between each game. I mean, and all special, that stuff. special to put. It's going to be a question one day uh, when you talk about who was the team that won the first in season tournament as this thing gets bigger. You know what I mean? 10, 10 15 years from now, that $500,000 is going to be a million dollars per game. I mean, per person. And the Lakers said apparently if they do win this thing, they're not holding or they're not going to raise a banner. Yeah, they are. They're not. They don't do that. The Lakers only put up championship banners. They, they don't even do Western Conference champs, like what, only NBA champs. That's what, all they're doing. What about any um would it, would they raise it to the practice facility? They have a ceremony. They should do that at the practice right. Lights down, bring in, you know, the spotlights, uh, yeah, the dancers, we, the cheerleaders, yeah. all that stuff. We know those Western Conference titles and stuff is somewhere. I'm trying to th- now, now see here's my thing. Tomorrow Saturday night, remember you don't got college football. Right. Army Army Navy's at three o'clock, so that'll be over with. The Heisman Trophy, nobody's watching that anyways. Yeah. That'll be over with. So eight thirty on a Saturday night, like what are you going up against? There's no NFL, obviously. You're going up against what? Hockey? Well, if you have a life, you're going up you're against going out. dinner. Yeah, yeah, you're going out. So, like, is this going to get a big – I mean, look, you got the Lakers, you got LeBron. Tyrese Halliburton and the Indiana Pacers, no no offense to them, they're not a household name nationally. They're yeah. not. I'm watching Obi-Wan Kenobi just you know, do everything you want to do. What's up with that, man? What do you, Obi, have, like 14 last night or something like that? Obi's, Obi's doing his he's, – he's doing all right. He's not terrible, but, he, you know, he is what he is. What I was saying earlier about that before you hopped on with the Knicks, or before you got in here uh, about the Knicks, this is a tough one tonight in Boston. The players have finally caught on. Like Julius Randle was basically saying, you know what? They were asking him about the fact, okay, you qualified for the quarterfinals of the in-season tournament, and yet you have to play the Bucks in Milwaukee, and you have to play the Celtics in Boston. And he's like, what do you want me to say? It's a bunch of bleep, which it is. Well, Indiana has no problem beating the Bucks. They got to do it in Vegas, though. Neutral court. <laughs> Neutral court. No, but here's the other thing with the Knicks, okay? And I, and I made this point. And people are going to start to catch on to this. I have no problem with the Knicks and what they're doing right now. None. Okay? They are who we kind of thought they are, which is a nice team. You win around. Lost a lot. And then you see what happens. But you know what their record is this year against teams with a winning record? They're 2-8. and eight. Yep. And they're 10-0 and 0 against teams 500 or worse. They, they don't have an identity. We know what their identity used to be, right? But now without – Drew Holiday, can they be that team that they want to be? Team that was built on defense, being able to stop these guards and guys can't get off and Drew Holiday being physical with them, making them work on both ends. Now you got Dame Dollar. That's a turnstile as far as defense. So now you got to rely on trying to outscore people or you got to try to protect Dame Dollar in, in, in pick and rolls and stuff like that. So I think that that's part partly the problem, the fact that they, they aren't a top five, top ten um, defensive team anymore in the NBA. No. <laughs> you Listen to me. I, I don't care what the statistics say. Even if you say or they say that you're a top-five defensive team, if you go out there and give up 150 points or whatever <laughs> it was in that game, you're, you're not a good defensive team. You got to say 150. You can't even say 150. You got to say 150. And, like, and they called that? off who, the dogs. They that? called off the dogs. Who's that, Bobby Portis, that kind of called out the coach a little bit, talking about you got to do better? New coach, too. We forget that. Adrian Griffin, Seton Hall finest. Um, no, it's it's not. And now Quentin Grimes is unhappy. Here's the thing about the Quentin Grimes. And maybe this is going to be a discussion as we move forward. Tibbs is a little bit reluctant to do it. But when Dante DiVincenzo has started a couple of games this year, he scored. He scored a lot, right? 
does it come to a point now, and I'm actually starting to like give it some thought, because there's, there's some sense to it. If you put DiVincenzo in the starting lineup, and you put Quentin Grimes on the bench, I know you're losing a little bit defensively, even though they didn't play good defense the other night, but Grimes is your best perimeter defender. If Grimes is not getting looks, and he's barely getting any shots, I mean, if you look, he's only getting like three shots a game. Right, So if he can't get looks when he's on the floor with Brunson, with Randall, with Barrett, maybe you put him with that second unit so some shots are going to become more available to him and it gets him in a groove a little and so he's not going to feel like the weight of the world is on his shoulders. That, that, that That's the only thought process to me about why maybe you put Grimes on the bench and start DiVincenzo. Yeah. Grimes is starting to fill out fill, fill what it's like to be um, P.J. Tucker. As he says, P.J. Tucker says, not enough basketballs out there. No, but we've seen <laughs> this with that. other guys with the Knicks. Like, I mean, this was like the same thing we were talking about with Obi, right? That he didn't get enough, he didn't get enough opportunities offensively. To get a groove, yeah. Right? So, I mean, it, it's fair, but what do you want to do? I mean, this is the way the team is made up. Now, you can you could point at the hierarchy of the Knicks and say that the structure of the roster is maybe flawed a little bit. you got three ball-dominant players, yeah. Randall, Brunson, R.J., who are going to need their shots. This team is not a great assist team. They don't share the basketball. It's a lot of heavy ISO because that's what um, that's what Tibbs likes to do, right? Yeah. That's I mean, and some people get on Tibbs for that. Yeah, but and the ball doesn't move. The ball doesn't have life. So put put Grimes out there. You know, put Grimes. I believe. You know, in the second half, maybe he can be a spark, right? Because you don't want him disgruntled. You want him to get a shot so you can still maintain. And he's a professional. But you know he's 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 a plus defender, right? And he's a spot up shooter. But if everybody's isolating, you know you got to know where the you know the ball has to have life, man, to find him again. And with, with three guys out there that the ball sticks to, by the time he gives it up, it's never coming back to him. And here's the other thing about tonight's game: as you go to Boston, which is look, I, I get it's it. If Porzingis is he's back, playing. that's trouble. That's trouble. He's playing. He loves to play. Against you, want me to, you want me to remind everybody what what KP has done in the two games against the Knicks this year? Yeah, but he dominates. Uh, he dominates when um, Brunson tries to get in. It's just too much size. So Brunson knows he's, even, he's so intimidating to them. 25 and a half points Damn. in the two games. Remember, he put up a 30 in the season opener at Madison Square Garden. And then the game up in Boston, he scored 21. And the guy made three threes in Boston. He made five threes at Madison Square Garden. Oh, Madison Square Garden is home. It was at one point. Hey, but this is another this is another one of these opportunities. Just like we said it was when they went into Milwaukee the other night. If you are serious about taking that next step as a team, go up there and beat this team. They won in Boston a couple of times last year. It's not impossible. Yeah. I, I was I was bold that if they would have got the Celtics in the playoffs that you know I like their chances. Because how good they played them last year. You realize if Indiana wins this thing, people are gonna poke holes through this all throughout the rest of the season, <laughs> right? They're going to say, oh, it ain't legit. Come on, Indiana won the in-season tournament. They're not that good. Indiana's not as bad as people think. And you know what they are? And they're well-coached. Fight. Yes, they're well-coached. Yeah, we know that. Styles make fights. And now they got a dude who's becoming a legit. Yeah, see, I did say that was my I said that was my lookout team, was, it, was, it, was the Pacers. 800-919-3776. Take that, Allen. There you go. Dan and Bart. Barton Hahn, 98.7 ESPN. But, hey, baby, it's Friday, baby. We got to get these reads in, baby. Somebody got to pay these bills, man. I appreciate Sansone for holding us down, baby. 
And I, like I tell you, Samsung, listen, if you haven't checked them out, I know you haven't checked them out, Dan, but you should check them out if you need your next whip. They got everything you can think of. Make man. it happen. You can check it out, and you need to check it out for yourself, man. Everybody check it out for yourself. I mean, it's the largest auto mall in all of New Jersey. And right now, they're offering employee pricing for everybody. That means you pay what the employees pay. You pay what they pay. Get 0% financing for 60 months. How many months is that? Two, three? That's a lot of years, man. For 60 months. Five years. And no Smart Alec. No payments for 90 days. Choose from over 3,000 new and pre-approved vehicles. And guess what, man? They got everything you think of. They got Nissan. They got Toyota. They got Kia. They got Jeep. They got Mazda, Honda, Die, and more. Trust me when I tell you, after seeing the, the Samsung Auto Mall, it's truly the largest auto mall with all the fixings. One-stop shop. Samsung Auto Mall on Route 1 in Woodbridge, New Jersey. Call 1-800-SAMSUNG today for details. Visit SamsungAuto.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Dan and Bart, Barton Han on this Friday, a football Friday. Get into all the week 14 stuff. Week 14? Yeah, week 14. I can't believe it's week 14 already. Where does the time go? Unbelievable. 800-919-3776. Let's go to the phones. Let's say hi to Mario. He's in Brooklyn. First up here on 98.7 ESPN. Mario, how you doing? Hey, what's up, guys? How's it going? Thanks for taking my call. What's up, Mario? Hey, how's it going? Listen, you know, I called in. I wanted to talk about the Yankees, but since you guys are talking about football. No, we can talk I Yankees. Was- Whatever you, you want to talk. Go ahead. Got? It's all good. You want hey, Soto? We got the legend. We got the legend Bart Scott on the phone though. Let's talk about the New York Jets, huh? Do it, please. Don't. What okay. do you? <laughs> oh man, yeah, I know. It's a, it's a sore subject right now. What you got? But for me? What do you? What What do you think's gonna happen this weekend? Do you think uh, Zach Wilson's gonna come and ball out, or or you think the team's gonna rally around him, or do you think it's gonna be a lot of uh, uh, chaos going on there? Well, I, I hope they turn him loose because at this point. It should be low expectations, right? They've already can't be any worse than Tim Boyle or Trevor Simeon. So let him go. I much rather see a game where he throws for three hundred yards and two picks than see him, you know, one one forty or something like that running the ball in ugly offense. You said you were there a couple of days ago at the facility, right? And I was out there yesterday, and. That was the common refrain that I heard at least a couple of times from people when talking about the game this week, is that I just hope they turn them loose. Got to turn them loose. And I think that that's what the guys in that locker room, that's what they want to see. It's a fine line because when it's good, it's good. Right. When it's bad, it's bad. Like New England last year, three interceptions, bad. But, man, just throw the ball, man. Attack. You know what? In my opinion, I'll tell you, and and we said this even earlier in the year once it became his job, the problem is – I would much rather see him go out there and throw 
dare I say, three or four interceptions, then as opposed to what we've been seeing with just this conservative, almost hesitant, reluctant, check down stuff, spiking the yeah. ball into the ground and not H- even taking holding chances. On, holding on to the ball and taking sacks because he doesn't want to force the ball. Burping the baby, going yeah. down, taking the intentional sack. It's like you got to air it out a little bit. I mean, I understand mathematically they're still alive, but for all intents and purposes, it's going to take a minor miracle to make the playoffs. Just go out there and let it loose because – if you're Zach Wilson, and I don't know if this plays off of the report that we got into earlier in the week with the whole reluctance of him playing, but Bart, the reality is he's going out there for five games and auditioning for 31 other teams because he ain't going to be on this team next year. And he said as much, right, when he's talked about that. he, I think he understands and he understood how important it was for him to go out there and show that he can be a professional because life as a backup or third, second or third quarterback is a lot different. You're not going to get the reps. You're going to have to develop in the dark, right? You're going to have to develop and get better reading defenses by going against your defense as you're playing the look team of the other opposing team. So he's going to have to learn what that's all about and maybe take a step back before he's able to take some steps forward. And Maybe this is a redemption story, but right now it's it's really about just getting through the season to try and evaluate you know, what else this team has or where it's lacking and what they should do in the future. Um, because this team, of course, needs more talent. They need more depth. And um, some of these guys here, 35%, probably won't be here next year. That's the fact of the matter. And, you know, the other thing to take into consideration, too, with this game, you know, if the forecast is going to be accurate, and they're saying it's going to be pretty nasty with the rain and everything, Zach Wilson so far, at least to my memory, in his career, hadn't been that good in the rain. Like, I mean, he's been like some of his worst games have been in the rain. What do we do to piss off the football guys? I I mean, we've had rain every Saturday probably for the last three home games, correct? Last three games at MetLife Stadium on Sunday, there's been rain. Right, Giants-Pats was in the rain. Jets-Falcons was in the rain. And now Jets-Texans is going to be in the rain. The Jets have had a lot of these games this year. Well, you know, it's, it's par for the course, right, with the way that the season has gone. The football gods are sitting there, and, you know, when it rains, it pours. By the way... Talking about the Jets and talking about tickets. Listen up, Jet fans, because coming up in the 2 p.m. hour, it's your chance to score a pair of tickets for this Sunday's matchup against the Texans. It's brought to you by the New York Jets. Limited seats are available for the biggest matchups at MetLife Stadium this season. Grab your tickets at nyjets.com slash tickets and get ready to bring the noise. 800-919-3776. That is the telephone number. It is Dan and Bart. It's Barton Hahn. On 98.7 ESPN. Gordon Damer at the 98.7 Tullamore Dews Sports Desk. Juan Soto was a Yankee, but not all Yankee fans are happy. Jeff Passan joined the Michael K. Show yesterday to share this message with those unhappy fans. Shut up. I don't even want to hear that. You got Juan Soto. Be happy for one day, at least. And for every day that you watch this guy, whose numbers are probably like the closest thing we've seen in the last half century at his age, to Ted Williams, how about you just enjoy the idea that for 162 games this year, you are going to see him either in front of or behind Aaron Judge. Just take some time and think about that. Everyone in baseball wants Juan Soto, and the New York Yankees have it. How fortunate are Yankees fans today? And that's brought to you by Tullamore Dew. When it's game time, it's Tully time. Be sure to grab a Tullamore Dew Irish whiskey during tonight's action. Glasses up to enjoying Tullamore Dew response. Responsibly. Coming up 3 o'clock, it's the Michael K. Show, only here on 98.7 FM. 
Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.